Hello, thanks for listening to the Total Knee Tips and Pearls podcast. This is Adam Rosen, your host. I'm a fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeon who specializes in joint replacement. In these episodes, I'm going to share with you a lot of my tips and tricks and review classic articles and current implant designs. Thanks for tuning in and on with the show. Hello and welcome back. This is Adam Rosen and you're listening to the Total Knee Tips and Pearls podcast. Thanks again for tuning in. So in today's um, episode, what we're going to do is talk about the Proprosky classification. And again, um, this fits into this classification theme of here is a classification that is both reproducible and allows you to converse with other orthopedists when you're describing the particular injury as well as dictate treatment. So there are um, a lot of articles that Dr. Poprosky has written uh, on this topic. The original one, as far as I know, um, first description was in the Orthopedic Clinics of North America in 1998, and that article was uh, titled Bypass Fixation. So again, I'll put all of these uh, bibliography links um, in the show notes so you can look at them later. So let's just um, jump right into it because the, the classification categorizes the amount of bone loss based on location in the femur, and it also describes the degree of severity. It then also, like we talked about with good classifications, offers a surgical treatment algorithm. So the classification describes four types, uh, where type 3 is actually broken into type 3 and type um, 3A and 3B. So type 1 is a uh, amount of bone loss in the metaphysis that's considered minimal. So this would be sort of your standard primary stem um, that was loose, that was revised for some reason or subsidence, but there is very little bone loss. This, the treatment of, you know, choice protocol-wise would be a cylindrical, fully porous coated stem. There is, however, the option of, you know, if there is good metaphyseal bone stock, that you could use some proximally tapered engaging stem and the other option, too, is cement. You know, although we're always taught, you know, the standard of care for revisions is a fully porous coated stem, um, there's some good data outside of the United States showing that cemented stems will work well in this situation. So that's type 1. Type 1 is minimal metaphyseal bone loss. Now, type 2 is extensive metaphyseal bone loss, but with minimal diaphyseal bone loss. So in this case, you're using something to engage in the diaphysis where there's minimal bone loss. So any of these stems that will engage distally in the diaphysis, you could be used in in this situation. This would be either these monolithic um, or even possibly a modular stem, which would give you a couple more options with regards to length and offset inversion. Now, when we get into type 3, again, type 3 is broken into type 3A and type 3B. So both of these involve extensive metaphyseal and diaphyseal bone loss. So that's type 3, extensive metaphyseal and diaphyseal bone loss. The difference being in type 3A, there is greater than or equal to 4 centimeters of intact diaphysis where we need this kind of initial scratch fit to gain purchase if you're getting a diaphyseal engaging stem. So this treatment, again, is a diaphyseal engaging stem, um, whereas 3B there's less than four centimeters of an intact diaphysis. So this is where it makes it difficult to engage there because there's no significant bone stock or there's significant bone loss. 
So this is typically where you'd use more of a tapered stem, sort of the Wagner style, which is comb where you can ream. It has flutes to control rotational stability. Now, there are a few different options, though, for 3A and 3B. Occasionally, depending on the bone loss that you see, you can use an impaction grafting technique. Um, you can use, again, these monolithic stems, but tapered, um, wet, or tapered design with flutes distally for the 3B. Um, modular stems offer that option for a lot of them where you have the ability in your hands, not knowing necessarily you may find something worse than what the x-ray shows preoperatively. You can have the option on the fly of changing from more of a for, fully porous code, like a plasma style stem to a Wagner style or, or fluted stem or conical design. Uh, the concern always has been with a lot of these modular systems, though, is that there is a potential for breakage at that junction um, or also the issue of trunnionosis. So that's sort of the trade-off with having a lot more options in your hands with regards to length and version, and especially when you have mismatches where you might have you know, a really, really narrow um, distal aspect that you want to engage, but to feel more proximal, if you're going to impaction bone graft, you want more options of using a larger proximal body. And then the other option, in occasional cases with these three Bs, you may actually use have to use a PFR, proximal femoral replacement. Now, type four is extensive metaphyseal and diaphyseal bone loss, but there's a non-supportive isthmus. So this is where you just can't engage anything within that isthmic region. So these typically are going to be treated with proximal femoral replacements. Occasionally, people have tried using impaction grafting with cemented stems, um, as well as bulgallographs to rebuild some of that lost bone stock. So again, um, I'm going to put all of this kind of written out in the show notes so you have it for quick reference. Um, again, in review, type 1, 2, 3A, 3B, and 4. Type 1, minimal metaphyseal bone loss. Type 2 is extensive metaphyseal bone loss, but minimal diaphyseal bone loss. 3A and 3B both have extensive metaphyseal and diaphyseal bone loss. The difference being in 3A, the diaphysis is intact for greater than or equal to four centimeters. And in 3B, there's less than four centimeters of an intact diaphysis. And in type four, it's extensive metaphyseal and diaphyseal bone loss with a non-supportive isthmus. Um, and again, uh, if you have other uh, co-residents and colleagues that you think would like this, um, please share the, the podcast information with them. If you have uh, already left a review, thank you. If you haven't, uh, please take the time to leave a review. It helps other people like you find this podcast. And then you got a lot more podcasts, a few more um, uh, classifications that will be coming your way weekly. And then the plan is in next season, I'm going to be starting some interviews um, with some um, orthopedic uh, colleagues and then branching out from there to you know offer you insight from other people on their gestalt on orthopedics and their fortes, depending on you know what their specialty was or if they had a particular sort of thing in their practice that they really enjoy are considered sort of leading experts in that particular um, procedure or treatment or diagnosis. So we can kind of share that information with you as well. Um, and again, um, stay safe with everything going on in the world. Thanks again for listening. I'm Adam Rosen. You've been tuning in to the Total Need Tips and Pearls podcast. You've been listening to the Total Knee Tips and Pearls podcast. Make sure that you're subscribed so you'll be notified of future episodes. And please take the time to leave a review. It helps other people like you find the show. Until next time, stay safe.